Welcome to the Brother Says Podcast. That's Parker. And that's Andrew. We are a wisdom podcast about aphorisms, idioms, and pearls of wisdom, and the history behind them. We'll go through each aphorism that we bring and rank each one at the end of the episode. Oh, Andrew, like- do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> uh, only three. Yeah. Et to Parker. No. Well, I'll you know. clear. I'll clear the room, and <laughs> wait. I'll clear the air, and I will say that even though I I did imply it heavily with the Instagram post and everything about the episode, it was not Parker's fault that I didn't have an <laughs> aphorism. It was actually that I am in the middle of a brutal divorce. And it's just too distracting. <laughs> you keep no, digging yourself a hole here. No, no, I'm trying to climb out of the hole. No, <laughs> no, no. It's a. Uh, it, it was. I'm. It was just my fault, plain and simple. And that's why this year. I mean, this week, I brought something extra special or normal special, whatever you would like to call it. But I brought something, and I think that counts for everything. And that's what this is all about. It's about forgiveness and it's about enjoying our time together with us and the audience yes and did did we fail at that the the other week no No, of course not no but regardless irregardless no (laughs) i have brought one this week because i'm just so excited to get to it Mm -hmm. i want everyone listening and here in this room to raise their glasses yep whether it be a water bottle a glass of milk Mm-hmm. A wine, yeah, perhaps. glass of um, soy milk, glass of soy milk smoothie, mm-hmm. maybe a homemade rice milk, yeah, soda, yeah. soda, yeah, hot chocolate, uh-huh. uh-huh, eggnog, yeah, cinnamon and water and lemon juice. Ooh, the milk after you eat cinnamon toast crunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't we save that? Uh, we should be saving it. I think it's. Yeah, we should save that. Like in a jug. You can make your you, own yeah. with just sugar and cinnamon, probably. Think about this. It's going to be, well, yeah, you could. Um, because if you if you use cinnamon toast crunch milk, um, one ingredient will be your own saliva, which I think is awesome. Wow. So it's kind of your own, in a way. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. This is, yeah, it's, uh, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's part of you is in there. It's like a probiotic eventually. It's all the bacteria in your mouth. Well, I my arm's getting sorry. a little tired. Yeah, sorry, forgot we were over. So I want to toast to 50 episodes. Wow. To all the friends we've made along the way, all the discussions that we've started, uh-huh. the fun we've had, the bonding Parker and I have had as brothers. Yeah. Here's mud in your eye. Here's mud in your eye. Drink. And that's my saying this week. Mud in your eye. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well. Hey. Good job. Fifty episodes, made, oh. released, made, edited, released, recorded. Okay. Hold on. Fifty episodes. Yeah. Researched, recorded, edited, released. Mostly researched. Mostly researched. What's cool is the amount of research can be calculated pretty easily for 50 episodes it'd be about 50 minutes and that's almost an hour of research so far that's more than i did for college (laughs) yeah jeez no kidding well my saying was here's mud in your eye by the way right (laughs) yeah have you ever heard of that i haven't 
This was submitted by listener Candice. Candice. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. I don't think I had heard this either, but mm. it, it is exclusively used as a cheers celebration. Oh. Or when you when you, you know, raise your glass or sure. cheers at the at the pub. Okay. Um yeah. Here's mud in your eye. Uh, formally it's sometimes said by people in a friendly way just before drinking an al- alcoholic drink together. Okay. It is it is it's more common in British English. So mm. that's probably part of the reason we haven't heard it. Uh it originated in the 1930s. So we're not we're not talking something Caesar said with Brutus, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And unfortunately there is no definitive uh definitive Definitive, definitive, yes. Uh, origin of it. Okay. There are some really bad. There's some really bad speculation, <laughs> and one that I think is probably right on the money. So, do you want me okay. to give you the three three that I saw that sounded pretty good? That sounded good. Yeah, and then you pick what one sounds the most real. Okay. Yeah. So number one is the doctor who treated uh, Lincoln after his assassination. His name was Dr. Mudd, M-U-D-D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and he's not well-regarded, I guess, because Lincoln died? (laughs) No. Or um, is it? It was, I literally just heard about this. I don't even know how or why, but he... he, um, Oh, because it's it also goes with a phrase like, um, like when people say your name is Mud, oh, they're referring to him because after um, John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln and he broke his leg, he ran to a farm. The farm was Doctor Mud. Doctor Mud claims he doesn't know he didn't know that the guy had just assassinated Lincoln, and he all he knows is the guy came to his house and said, "I need help. I broke my leg," and so he helped him. He like fixed him up. Well, then from there on, no one would see Dr. Mudd because he, like, saved the leg of John Wilkes, John Wilkes Booth. But, he, you know, he claimed until his death that he had no idea. And so that's why they say your name is Mudd because um, your name is ruined. I'm really glad you did your research because I, I, I botched that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't even know where I heard that. No, you didn't botch it, though. I, don't. I did. I said he was the doctor who treated Lincoln. Well, you were close. He treated Lincoln's assassin. Yeah, just one person removed, really. Yeah. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Okay, yeah. Because why would you be mad at a doctor who couldn't save a man who got shot in the head? Right, yeah, in like 1865. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that makes way more sense. But uh, I, I won't give any opinions at this okay. point. Let me, let me get on with it. Here's reason number two. Uh, it also is also speculated that it relates to mud from the trenches in World War One because soldiers basically had to live the mm. those years in the mud in the trenches, um, fighting. So that's possible. Maybe mm. soldiers said it as like Here's a joke money, after yeah. they got back from the war. Yeah, <clears throat> that one's pretty pretty straightforward. Here's number three, biblical source. Oh, big one, the big bo- the the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a big with a big B. They call it the good book. Yep. Uh, it is. They, they speculate it could be from the good book because Jesus heals a blind man with mud. He he smears mud over the eyes of a blind man, and when the blind man opens his eyes, he sees again. Which I 
didn't know that part about the story. I thought he just touched him. I didn't know he smeared Is that blood what on it was? his eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recall that part. Okay. But yeah, uh, give me either. give me your opinion. You got you got Mr. Mud, um, Dr. Mud, World War One, or Jesus. Well, I think it's biblical. And here's and I'll tell you why. Okay. I cheer you know, when you're touching glasses, you you're usually saying something positive. Like it's uh it's like almost bad luck to say something bad, right? Like I've only ever heard right. good things when you cheers. And it's a friendly toast. It's not something you'd say in a negative way from, right. from what I've seen in research. Yeah, exactly. And like um, the the Dr. Mud thing, you didn't come up with that, right? No. I, These are all real or I read them. If, it's, if the phrase itself is British English, mm. it'd be weird if they used um, an American event. Yeah, the same thought. It said... It's a British English uh, phrase, and then yeah. someone else said it might be from Doctor Mud. It didn't really make any sense. Doesn't, doesn't, no, I don't think it makes sense. Um, mud in your eyes from World War One. I, I, yeah, it's just it's just like it's more negative. It doesn't make like I wouldn't think you'd want mud in your eyes. And I get it's like ironic because you know like oh yeah, of course you wouldn't want it, but it's like funny because we all experienced it over in the war. But I, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with biblical. That's my guess. Yeah. Uh, there's no definitive answer, but that one is the only one that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. It's, it fits so perfectly, too. Mm-hmm. Jesus literally healed a man by putting mud in his eye, so yeah. it's it's the only positive mm-hmm. thing that really could come out of that. Yeah, of those three, that's what I'd go with. Yeah. I'd be yeah. open to other theories, too. Yeah. If you'd heard any other... Se- <laughs> if you've heard any other theories, message us at... Brother says pod no spaces on Instagram. On Instagram, it's crazy how things like that get lost to history. Yeah, so it started somewhere. It maybe it was a completely different phrase when it started too. It could easily, you happen. know, we've seen that before. Yeah, where phrases kind of like morph oh, yeah. into brand new things almost. Yeah, and it could just be something people started saying in pubs, and it never was actually written down. It just mm-hmm. started in some town and spread so quickly that. It is literally impossible to find the origin now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Wow. Mud in your eye. And a bonus aphorism thrown in there. Your name is Mud. Oh, that is a good one. I'm going to steal that. No, 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 no. My name Mine is Mud. Mine has two, too, actually. Have you seen... Um, do you have HBO Max? No. You haven't seen I mean, it? yes. Oh, well, maybe you have. The Cult of Mother God? No. You should. It's crazy. Oh. Okay. These people... It, this woman claims that she's God mm-hmm. and she has like, I guess, I don't know exactly how many, about 10 people or so who like live with her and they all also believe that she's God. Um, and they all live stream all day to try to get money for her. <laughs> um, but it really makes you, it just makes it obvious how easy it is for someone to convince just a few people that they are a God or something that they're not. It makes you think about like Jesus mm. and the 12 disciples, like assuming those are all like real people. It's not much different from this, from this woman, you know, just someone saying, I'm God. Who are you to question that? I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it, it's kind of eye opening to watch that and be like, oh, wow, this, and in an age back then when they were like, we're not nearly as connected to information as we are, mm-hmm. people were a lot more gullible. And so forth to spread like it for religion to spread like it did from Jesus. It, I think this documentary really sheds a new light on that. 
you should watch it. So Check it is it based on reality. Like, it's real, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. The cult, like, like she just died recently, oh. and they interviewed like all, all, every participant, mm-hmm. and they're all still fully invested. Like they all still believe she was God, and they are all still like, like most of them are living together, but like separately, like two or three over here, mm-hmm. two over there. But they all still believe that all of it was real. Wow, it's pretty crazy. Love yeah. has won. It's called. What's it called? Love has won. That was their like motto. Oh, okay. But the documentary was called. I think it's called Love as One. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was about the cult of Mother God. That's what she called mm-hmm. herself, Mother God. Mm-hmm. And there was Father God, and there was Father God Multiverse, and he was the Father God of the Multiverse. That's cool. So three people, mostly just the woman, and then these guys were kind of just like, like the sex bees are to the queen bee. Mm. Like, yeah, they're kind of um, at the top but only because the queen says they are. Yeah. And they don't actually make any decisions. Yeah. We should start a cult. Well, and that's the thing about this one too, is it wasn't like inherently bad. Like Uh she never did anything wrong, except for maybe like lie and kind of ruin these people's lives because they could have been getting real jobs, but Mm -hmm. instead they were live streaming. But like no one talked about any abuse or anything like that. No verbal abuse, emotional, whatever. Seemed like people were free to leave. Mm-hmm. Some people did, and they, they just didn't want to. I don't see anything like super wrong with cults like that. Mm-hmm. Just a few people just living together. Yeah, all delusional, sure, but no one's really getting hurt. It's a more gray area for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that out. Yeah, maybe that was that our was that our intermission or our break. <laughs> Are you gonna cut all that? No, I thought it was interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, if you edit it, you can decide. I guess I owe you. Yum, yum. Hmm, is that the sound of my DoorDash driver? That's right. This holiday season, use code ParkerAndrew10 to get 10% off your <laughs> seventh order with DoorDash. That's right, seventh order. Make sure it's your seventh. If it's your eighth or your sixth or your first, it won't work. But if it's your seventh, type it in. It'll work. And it has to be eggnog. And it has to be eggnog. Seventh order of eggnog. From 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven. It has to be. DoorDash partnership. 11 eggnogs on your seventh order from 7-Eleven for it to work. Wow, what a deal. I'm going to drink it. Honk, honk. All right, we're back. And I'd say at this point, we're about 20 minutes in. Yeah. Andrew? Yeah. We've crossed the Rubicon. Oh, that's a really good truck. <laughs> Made by. Who does make it? Toyota, Rubicon. Chevy. Rubicon. Wow, yeah, what is a Rubicon? A Rubicon is an act of winning a game against an opponent whose total no. score is less than 100, no. in which the what? loser's score is added rather than subtracted from the winner's. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, in, in the I, game, pick it. I win, so your score is now my score. <laughs> I take it and add it to mine. It's some old person card game. <laughs> Isn't the Rubicon a truck? Uh, Yeah. Oh, Jeep Gladiator Rubicon. Oh, it's like a trim. Oh, yeah, it's the the Jeep truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knew that. Well, it's a trim, right? Like, aren't there Wrangler Rubicons? Huh, yeah, I don't know. Jeep Gladiator is the worst pickup truck on Consumer Reports. <laughs> Again. It's not surprising. Yeah. I don't know why anyone buys Jeeps. So you, are, you just said... Mm-hmm. Something, 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 Rubicon. Yeah. What was it again? I said, I said the Jeep Gladiator Rubicon is the worst rated <laughs> truck on Consumer Reports. That's and then I said, we've crossed the Rubicon. And the, so we've crossed the Rubicon. Yeah. Or um, 
sometimes you can say an act is crossing the Rubicon. Okay. My initial thought is that means you've gotten over a very difficult thing. Mm, close. Oh. It means um, you're at a point of no return. Oh, okay. Once you've done this thing, there's no going back. You have to keep going. It's a pretty interesting story. Please. In, uh, this is also a Caesar story. Yeah. Caesar, uh, wow. sa- or he didn't say this, but um, it's something he did, and historians have like marked it as... So here's the story. Caesar um, was a magistrate before he was emperor, which meant that he like was a governor over like a province of Italy or of Rome. So he wasn't he wasn't in Rome limits, but he was like or Italy, Italy, Rome, Italy, Rome, Italy. Rome is a city, right? But Italy was the country it belonged to. Okay. And so, um, yeah. Sorry, when I said Rome, I meant Italy. He was a governor of a province of Italy, so like Port, uh, Puerto Rico to the United States. Um, and the rule is for these magistrates is they have their own army in their province, but they cannot bring their army into Italy. If they bring their army into Italy, they're breaking the law. And doing that is to declare war. If you lead your army into Italy and you're a magistrate, then you've just declared war on Italy. Okay. The thing that separated Caesar's province from Italy was the Rubicon. And so in 49 BC, that's when he uh, made his move, his play for power. That's when he started the Civil War to become emperor. He brought his army across the Rubicon River. And once they crossed it, they were now at war and there was no going back. Mm. And so that's where it came from. Crossing the Rubicon is declaring war. It's said that when he crossed it, he said, and this is my second um, aphorism, he said, the die is cast. Oh, that's good. So that, that that means the same thing. You, you know, you um, there's no going back. There's no going back. Fate is in is in control now. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's what crossing the Rubicon is: committing an act that there is no returning from. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's it's such has such weight behind it, especially mm-hmm. if you know the history. Yeah, I can't say I've ever used it in life before, but yeah, no. I'd like to now. Yeah, we've crossed the Rubicon. If you're if you're in a business meeting and you're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, we got to start selling more plastic straws and with white, with red stripes. They always say that. And they're like, if we do that, we've crossed the Rubicon. Yeah. 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 Because that'd be like to declare war on the company that's already making those white and red striped straws. To declare war on sea turtles. No. Sorry. Yeah. They're done. defenseless. You know, let's do some ratings, shall we? Wow, okay. Holy cow. Whiplash. Much. <laughs> I'll put you through the wall. Okay. Mm. So mouthfeel, roll off the tongue between zero and ten. Here's mud in your eye. Here's mud. Is it here's mud in your eye or here's too mud in your eye? What is it? It's here's mud in your eye. Here's mud in your eye. I guess you could imply the two. It's it's like, you know, they're saying it in, in a slangy kind of you're probably drunk, so you're like, there's mud in your eye. <laughs> so here's mud in your eye. Here's mud in your eye. Mouthfeel, it's not bad. I'm going to give it a, here's mud in your eye. Und- uh, seven. Okay. I, I I do like how you how you said it, or how you said it's easy to say. It is something you could really easily say after a few drinks. Yeah. 
Here's mud in your eye. Yeah, right. Because it already sounds kind of slur- er, slurry. <laughs> slurry. There's no hard consonants. Yeah. Mud in your eye. Mud in your eye. Mud Imagine your eye. <laughs> trying to learn English and you hear someone say that to you. Here's mud in your eye. Huh? <laughs> What's a mud in your eye? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Understandability. I'm sorry. You're going to take what? a hit on this one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't even understand it. We don't get it. <laughs> I have to true. do this. That's true. Zero. You're saying zero? There's nothing to get. There's Arthur. nothing to get. You said yourself. Okay, you're right. You gave me a zero last week. Did I? Yeah, and wow. I was only who brought one. <laughs> Which doesn't factor into the scores. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, seven plus zero is zero. That brings us to a total Wait. of seven. Average. We average them, so an mm. average of seven. Hmm. Wait, isn't that... That's not how it works. <laughs> an average... Of three and a half. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um. Uh. So let's do. We've crossed the Rubicon. Oh yeah. We've crossed the Rubicon. Mouthfeel. It it is forceful, and I would want to follow and respect anyone that said it. Uh huh. But at, at the same time, it it is not the easiest thing to say. We've crossed the Rubicon. So for that, I will give it a 6.5. Okay. Understandability. I mean. I know. I I know. I know. (laughs) I I want to say our imaginary man could imply crossing the Rubicon is crossing a boundary, crossing a river. Okay. Because I immediately thought that it was some sort of Oregon Trail reference maybe. Of crossing a river, huh. which it, it was a river, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what did you say at first? Um, like overcoming something difficult. So yeah, you can at least glean yeah. that you're you've done some important action. Yeah. So for that, I'll give it a rare four. Wow. Yeah. Wow! 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 Five point two five. Ooh, that's a rare quarter right there. Yeah. Five and a quarter. Yeah. 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 We had a low. This is low scoring week, but I yeah. think both of ours were very are very fun. I think you're. I think you're bringing the hammer down on me lately. No, three, three episodes ago I was a five and a half. Yeah, last week five, today five point two five. <laughs> man, oh man! I guess you're at three. I'm three, a three five. and a half right now. And um, no, two episodes two episodes ago I had a eight and a quarter. That was pretty good. But. It's it's the thing, it's the idiom conundrum that our podcast is so famous for is when one of us brings an idiom, they never make any sense, <laughs> like both of ours right. today. So it's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then, take the hit to educate the world. Yeah, that's right. But in any case, use mud in your eye. Take it with a grain of salt. That's, wait, shit. <laughs> wait, um. That's fine. All yeah. right, bye.